Welcome to this bonus mini edition of the Bearded Triplets podcast, bringing you some more content from our conversation with South Australian football icon, Andrew Jarman. Joe, so you, so you did all the hard yards from 1991 to 96 with the Crows, mate, building that club up with your bare hands, some might say carrying the team on your own shoulders. How do you feel about your brother Darren coming in and just cashing in and claiming the two flags, mate? It's a bit unfair, isn't it? Mate, bitter. Absolutely bitter. I don't talk to him anymore. He's, he's, <laughs> I don't know who he is. Um, no, look, it, uh, it, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad one of us got uh, got the uh, the premiership glory in terms of AFL because he, he's got three on his resume, and I've got. Uh, I'm obviously lucky to have two sample ones, so I'll, I'll mm. take them any day. But yeah, look, he. Um, I worked hard for nearly. You know, I was I was devastated that he left and went to Hawthorne in the first place, but I was really proud of the decision he made and then we were working on it for about 12 months to, to get him back and then finally got him back and Sue, only Susie, his wife, the F-boy coming home and then uh, I said to Shorey, right, now we can get uh, get going again and then yeah, Malcolm Blight thought otherwise but uh, at least we had 12 mm. months to get the play now. So. Absolutely, mate. Now, Jars, is there any truth to the rumour that you were going to join the Port Adelaide Power Football Club? in their inaugural AFL side in 1997. That was obviously once you finished up at the Crows. I had a meeting with John Cole, who's a, a, you know, obviously one of the great coaches in South Australia. So I, I had a meeting with John Cale uh, in Westlake, and we yep. had a two-hour discussion about it. So there there was a possibility, um, but it, yeah, I think we both thought, look, you know, it's probably not the right time. And, and yeah, I just, I, I probably wasn't, Real comfortable going to Port Adelaide because you know you grow up disliking Port Adelaide as a young man, so you don't want to go to the enemy camp. But in in, in saying that, yeah, I really appreciated the chat. And then I had a discussion with Collingwood, which I kept quiet. Interesting. So Collingwood brought over a couple of heavy hitters, and uh, they came to my establishment to have a chat about maybe a possibility of going over to Collingwood, but. Um, yeah, that that uh, we shut that down after a couple of weeks. So yeah, and then I decided to go to Norwood and uh, yeah, help Norwood win a flag, and, yeah, which was wonderful, mate. Who was the? Um, you, I imagine you would have been on a lot of footy trips over the years as well, mate. Um, who who was the best teammate on on footy trip? Best on ground. Well, uh, the, the the greatest footy trip I've ever been on, and uh, and and they should do a movie. Uh, about this footy trip was in 1987 when uh, we played uh, we 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 Australia v Ireland in the Gaelic competition. Neil Curley was yeah. our coach, and if you go and do your research, the 1987 Australian team it was it was chock a block full of absolute superstars, and we took on Ireland in Croke Park, um, and and because I was still celebrating the North, North Adelaide Premiership win, uh, I had to be dragged out of the uh, the Northern Tavern uh, day three. To get on a plane with Daryl Hart, Matt Campbell, uh, to fly over to Melbourne, and um, and I room with Paul Ruse for the whole trip, so we become very tight. And um, there's another story itself where Ian Collins from Carlton had rang to have a chat to me about maybe coming over the following year in '88, yeah, but right. I was I was I was fairly well shot in housing in my bed, and uh, and Paul Ruse answered the phone and gave him the phone to me, and then. Bruzy went back to sleep, but I must have left the phone on top of my chest and dozed, and I was still asleep. So Ian Collins was trying to say hello for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and, it, and it, that was the last call I ever got from Ian Collins from the Carlton Footy Club, so I blew that. 
funny that. <laughs> that that was one of the great tips of all time. You know, Danny Frawley, God bless his soul, uh, Andrew Bruce. The cast was unbelievable. We got up and we won, and uh, my input to the Australian side was absolutely shite. Um, but it was just great. So that that would be one of the great footy trips of all time. We played in New York. Uh, we did all Northern Ireland, and uh, oh, that that's memories I've got forever. Is that the, that the year that Macca decided to throw no, a few uh, no. fisty cuffs around? No. So that so Nick, that was so the year before might have been eighty five or eighty four that mm-hmm. Macca uh, ran a muck in Ireland and over here in Australia, and then. We were informed um, that the Irish Association had warned the Australian government and that Hugh McIntosh wasn't allowed in the country. Wow. Yeah. So that's why Macca didn't participate. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good old Macca. He certainly sorted them out. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Jars, I've heard along the grapevine that when you were a kid, you may have buried a push bike in your backyard. Is there any truth to this? Oh, cheesy Carl, Charlie. Um, look, that is a true story. And um, I did pinch a, 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 a young lad's bike, and I'm very respectful <laughs> for it. And the thing is that it was a pink, pinkish-type girly bike that I um, uh, ripped off from the uh, courtyard at Gillis Plains High because I needed a front wheel from a dragster. And then I, I, I flew all the way home and, and then got around the backyard and ripped it, stripped it apart and then dug and just dug up down the side of the house and then mumbled and see, yeah. And then um, about two hours later, my brother and I got in our holes in my Barry Robin jumper and his Russell Ebert uh, lace-up jumper because he was Port Adelaide back in the day and we started playing our backyard footy matches and with the bamboo sticks as goals and I was, I think, four goals down at quarter time and with the, the, the brown plastic footy. And then I, I just, because I had a short temper and a short fuse, so I fugged him into the galvanised fence to an inch of his life. Um, and then he went screaming in the mum, because he was mummy's boy, God bless her soul, and then he, he, he bloody snitched on me. That I've got <laughs> hidden parts down the side of the house. I pinched a bike. So, yeah, 20 minutes later, the police arrived. We hope you enjoyed this bonus drop. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review our podcast and follow us on our social media platforms at The Bearded Triplets.